yard touchdown pa- uh, run by Trayvon Van and a one yard touchdown pass from Cody Pajardo to SGA Green. That's all the scoring in the opening quarter. 7 7 as we get ready to start quarter number two. Mike Hogan and Jeff Johnson and Kate Pedersen. That's the uh, crew here at the field. Andy McNamara back at the ranch. Beautiful, perfect, spectacular day for football here in Toronto and a fairly entertaining first 15, JJ. Oh, awesome. Let's take that first drive and uh, spoof, flush it. And other than that, the Argos have, are, are playing some solid football. Defense is looking good once they settled in after that uh, quick turnover and score by the Eskimos. And, and how about those last two runs by James Oh, Wilder? my goodness. Well, you know, I was just uh, thinking that he, he's looking really sharp. He, I mean, he's only had a couple of carries, but he seems to be in a zone already with uh, showing great execution on climbing the ladder in, on the one of the zone runs there. And when I say climbing the ladder, I, I mean he's, he's going from – as he's following the offensive line and you know he's he's got his initial steps he's following his course and he's going from gap to gap and uh, does a great job of turning them into first downs so the Argonauts have a first down after the uh, two wilder runs at the Eskimo 35 they're going to run a hitch screen near side and it will be Armani Edwards taking it down to the 30 had some blockers but couldn't shy away from the first tackler to get to him so it's a gain of about three yards Ricky Ray in the opening quarter seven of ten for 87 yards Cody Fajardo, one of one for two yards. Mike Riley, three of six for just 26 yards with that receiving core. Wilder, three carries for 27 yards. And Declan Cross, the big receiver, two catches, 41 yards. Would have been a bigger play, too. Yep. Ball at the 31-yard line. Argo's now moving toward the lake, left to right here. That BMO. And it will be dumping it to the flat. Here is Wilder. And he's going to get the first down or more. Tiptoeing down the sidelines outside the 15. They will mark him at the 15-yard line. And that is a gain of 15 and another Argonaut first down. Great effort by Wilder. Wilder as he makes this catch in the flat. He turns around. Johnny Adams, cornerback for the Eskimos, wants nothing to do with him. Because all he had to do was really lean into him and push him out of bounds. Wilder kind of just shed him off like a... Like, a, like a, an annoying bug, and uh, kept going down the sideline and turned that into a first down. The Eskimos will not like that. Argos in their whites are going home white this time, or road white, I guess, here at home. They're going to split backs both to the right side, a very different formation. And it's going to be Ricky Ray dumping off to one of those backs, Wilder, who stiff arms a player, gets down to the 10, gets down to the 5, and is finally knocked down to the 4-yard line. James Wilder putting on a show tonight here in Toronto what I'm talking about so in the backfield you got Declan Cross lining up split back with Ricky Ray as Declan waggles up he smashes Odell Willis knocks him on his rear end and Odell come on he gets off the ball hard to do that it's not an easy thing to do great hit by Declan intimidates him continues to roll up makes the tackles job easy and you've got James Wilder looking like a nifty little tailback stiff you know keeps his uh, extends his arm and stays off the ground and continues to move forward to the first down Cross comes out Jimmy Ralph checks in Three receivers to the left with the ball on the left hash mark. Ray gives the ball to Wilder, and he'll go into the pile and maybe get three yards. Didn't look like he was going to get anything, but Wilder, the big back, Florida State, he was the MVP of the ACC championship game as a junior, had 1,000 yards as a junior as well, and went to the NFL. Played a couple of years down there, Cincinnati, Buffalo, I think, were the teams. Came up here. Wanted to know how to get involved in the community and can I play special teams? Gotta love that. Second down, goal from the three. Ray will pass. Going to the end zone, looking. SJ, check it, check it. Edwards, Edwards has the touchdown in the right corner and the Argonauts have their first lead. I get used to saying he's looking for SJ Green, but that was Edwards on the fade. 
and you cannot throw a better fade pattern than Ricky Ray just did right there. Armani Edwards running full speed to that corner of the end zone. Ricky runs, takes a step back, glances to the left briefly, and I think it's enough to pull the free safety over in, uh, in Mr. Neil King. And he's not able to get over and help out his cornerback, who is behind Armani Edwards, showing great speed and separation as the ball is thrown perfectly into Edwards' fingertips. You can't throw that pass any better. Perfectly. It's like he was standing on top of the stadium dropping a dime into a cup. Unbelievable. A beautiful thing. Here's the extra point. Hyralahu is up. Bingo! 14-7 Argos with 12 minutes remaining here in quarter number two. You're listening to Argo Football on the home of the Boatman. This is TSN 1050. Argos 14, Eskimo 7. Now that's the way it's supposed to work, right? Argos force a two and out. A very nice punt return by Marquise Jackson and a very efficient drive by the Toronto Argonauts where they split the run in the pass. Like that's that's yep. how you draw it up. Yeah, yes, yes, sir. Usually it doesn't work like that. I like that's it. You draw it up. I like it. Well, a nice balanced offense. Wilder looking like he's having a ton of fun. And I mean, you see the the old lineman helping him up. They're having a blast too when well, they're running the ball like that. As your predecessor, Mr. Nunziata, used to say, it's more fun to be the hammer than the nail. Yeah. So when the offensive linemen are blowing out and initiating contact instead of being in that passive block, pass blocking stance. They have more fun. They want to go up and crush guys. And Hoagie, let me tell you, Sewell, uh, Sewell is on the other side of that ball. 6'4", 288. That's a modest 288. He's, he's got to be 300. And, uh, you know, he's been around for a while. And the guys say he was the most powerful D-lineman in the league. So being the the nail on the other side of the ball when you're playing against him can be tough. It's on Dan. He's going to take the kickoff back at his own 10-yard line. Argo's moving into a bit of a breeze here. Van will take it to the 25 to the 30, and he is wrapped up and taken down at the 30-yard line. Levi Noel again, a receiver at the University of Toronto, never was on specials. And over the last two years when he's learned how to tackle people, he has come out and just been a machine on special teams. And look at that. As the defense is coming onto the field, they're almost in a line high-fiving Levi. That's great to see. It's a great open field tackle. And that's very difficult to do. Very diff- in an open field like that against a returner like uh, Javon. 6'2", 210 pounds, local product. Went to U of T and then left U of T. Played junior ball in Windsor for a year before being drafted by the Argonauts. Ball at the 33-yard line. Back to pass is Riley. Looking, looking. He's going to go over the middle of the field. He's got a man in Bowman wide open at the 52-yard line. And he will be tackled at that point. And uh, who was that in chase? Was that uh, Alden Darby? No, it was Matt Black in Chase, who made the tackle coming across the middle. Yeah, Argos were in zone defense. And as Bowman wrapped a little in pattern, he geared down in behind the linebackers, and Riley just put a zip on that ball. Rico Murray and Darby are the corners. Darby now calls out an audible, essentially. Cassius Vaughn goes out to the wide side, and Darby is going to come out and join him. What a move. Cassius Vaughn just grabbed air trying to tackle Darrell Walker who will take it across the 50 to the Argo 46-yard line. What a move by Darrell Walker out of Texas A&M just back from the NFL. Uh, it's a very difficult play for Cassius to make. Darrell makes this catch. You know, he's standing out far out to the left side, oh. and Riley gets the ball and quickly throws it out there. And there's a ton of space between Darrell Walker and Cassius Vaughn, and Darrell just takes one step. Vaughn dives to the outside anyways, and... Uh, just ends up the turf and Walker gets the first down. Johnny Sears Jr. eventually came over to make the tackle. Back in the lineup today. Back to pass is Riley. Four-man rush. 
It is tipped, and it is not going to be picked. Closest man of the ball was Marcus Ball. Yeah. I see dreadlocks covering numbers, and I don't know who it is because it narrows it down to about everybody on the team. With Johnny Sears out there, with Bear Woods out there. It is a highly dreaded team. The dreaded Argo D. Yes, and that's a, a gr- solid effort by the Argo D-line driving back that uh, Eskimo group to put pressure on Riley there. Second and ten for the Eskimos, down by seven. They're at the Argo 46-yard line. Three receivers to the boundary. Ray, or Riley looking the other way. Going long, he's got a man. In behind everybody, caught and walking into the end zone is Brandon Zilstra. That's going to go for a 46-yard touchdown, and the Eskimos are a convert away from tying this. That's what happens when you get the uh, Eskimo receivers one-on-one against the Argo group. And the Argos brought six. Four D linemen, plus they brought Woods and Marcus Ball. And credit to the Eskimo offensive line and tailback. And Pascal, or fullback, and Pascal Lachard, because they picked up the entire group. And they bought Riley the time. Zilster running a flawless corner route. Riley hits him perfectly, as, uh, as his counterpart on the other side, Ricky Ray, does on those corner routes. The ball hits him on stride. Zilstra pulls it in with a big touchdown for the Eskimos. The right footer, Hugh O'Neill, made his first attempt. He is now 7 out of 9 on the season. Middle of the field from the 32. Snap and holder good. He's got it up. And we have a tie game. 14-14 with 9.44 remaining in the first half. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Nice ovation for the Canadian military here tonight. A couple of hundred folks were able to make it here to join us at BMO Field. Always much appreciated, obviously. Absolutely. Huge contingent. They actually uh, spaced it out when the Argos were introduced out of the tunnel. They had cheerleader, armed forces personnel. Cheerleader, armed forces personnel on both sides. Awesome. Really made for a nice uh, tunnel for the guys to run through. And uh, the Argonauts now facing a tie. Ricky Ray will get back on the field. 11 of 14 for 119 yards already. And we are not even halfway through the second quarter play. And after those first two series, J.J., this has been a different-looking Argonaut offense. Yeah, and uh, and I think that times up well because he's, this S group is also starting to click. And we've got ourselves a uh, pretty wicked football game here. A couple of lead changes already. Eskimos taking the 7-0 lead, then the Argonauts coming back, taking the lead back at 14-7, and the Eskimos just tying it. This is going to be worthy taking it. Chandler will get to the 20, 25-30, down the far sideline, gets smoked at the 34-yard line, and that's when Ray, where rather, Ray and company will come out. James Wilder, four catches for 46, four carries for 29, so eight touches, 75 yards already for the Florida state product just trying to catch the jersey number of that eskimos player that made that special teams tackle because martise jackson got around that corner it looked like he was just accelerating into from fifth into sixth gear mm-hmm. then he hit a brick wall and that was linebacker blair smith for the eskimos just showing some power that's the guy that could not quite tackle wilder heading down to the three yard line he's gonna get the ball and break through 50 55 James Wilder Jr. to score his first CFL touchdown. A 76-yard touchdown romp. And the Argonauts have reclaimed the lead. Holy smokes!
smokes. What a run. Wow, is that awesome. Holy moly. Wow, they just blew out of there like a rocket. Great blocking by the Argos group up front. It's zone looks, you know, kind of like a traditional zone read. And Wilder just blows out of there. Nice hole, obviously, from where he's standing. And uh, I'm not sure. I think it was the left guard for the Toronto Argonauts. With, with the, yeah, that would have been Holmes and Campbell. I believe it was off the left side of McEwen. That would have opened up a nice hole for Wilder because it didn't see a cutback. And he was out the gate. And uh, Neil King, the free safety, was on the other side of the field because there was nobody second level for the Eskimos. I don't know if there was a defensive breakdown or what was going on. But Speaking of gate, what a running stride by Wilder. Oh, he holds. Oh, yeah. Here's the extra point. Looked like a thoroughbred. Liram got it. 21-14. Just like that, the Argos reclaim the lead. Wow. So unofficially now, that's going to give Wilder 104 yards on the day. And we're not even halfway through the first or the second quarter. 104 yards. Already. That's outstanding. Well, it was Tyler Holmes with his initial block, and J. Michael Dean pulls around McEwen, picks up the middle linebacker, and it was the timing of that engagement between J. Michael Dean and the middle linebacker Adam Konar, who's playing the will. Wilder hit the hole at the exact moment Michael Dean makes the, makes the block. Wilder blows through. It couldn't have timed up better. Couldn't have timed up better. And then Neil King had, was out to the right side covering the Argos receivers with the receivers uh, all set out to the, to the one side. And uh, perfectly executed play, and that's a home run rushing play for the Toronto Argonauts. Biggest smile on the sidelines, Brandon Whitaker. Love it. Man, Who is awesome. not playing today, a healthy scratch. They wanted to see what Wilder can do, and I think they like what they've seen so far. How many times have we seen a breakaway uh, rushing touchdown like that? That is the, the Argos. first rushing touchdown by a running back all season, game 12. No, no, okay, how about no, a breakaway one breakaway? like that? Since Cacker? Cacker, Cacker maybe in Montreal. Eastern final in 12. It's been a while. Here we go. Here's Van now on the return. 10, 15, 20, back into traffic. Gets through one and two tacklers and is brought down the third time as Matt Webster out of Queens coming up to mop up. Queens losing to Laurier today. Waterloo Warriors. Give some props to Chris Bertoya and company. 4-0. They had not won a game in two years. Today went into Incredible. Carlton and beat the Ravens. 48-46, I think, was the final. 45-43, something like that. Had the game up up here in the box as uh, as we're getting closer to kickoff. Went down to the game last week uh, in the Lou. I'd like to learn more how that turns around that much in one season. I know they added a couple of superstars, but that's not all they would have done. I mean, there's got to be a couple a lot of moving parts. There. First down of the 29-yard line up the middle, and uh, it'll be good for about three yards. Is uh, Van. Uh, there's a site called Canada Football Chat that ranks recruiting years every year. They have their top 100 picks, yeah, including the guys who end up going to the NCAA. Okay. And Waterloo, I think, was fourth on the list in each of the last two years among Canadian schools in getting kids. How are they and doing that? Chris Bertoya could recruit anybody to wow. go to his school. Obviously, you've got a great school, right, academically sure, in Waterloo. Sure. Yep, yep. So that's the main selling point. And Bertoia's just preaching the gospel, and he's got some really good kids to get there. Back to passes, Riley on second down. Throws behind the intended receiver. It was uh, in the general direction of uh, Dekeel Williams. It'll go incomplete. The Argo defense forces another two and out. They're going to get the ball back, leading 21-14. Seven and a half left in quarter number two. So Williams is 
running a dig pattern coming from right to left across uh, Mike Williams' vision. Or, sorry, Mike Riley's vision. And I'm surprised Riley threw that ball that far behind the Q Williams. I'm half wondering if Williams should have been breaking down in the zone. And, uh, yeah, they had a little communication there, and I'm sure they'll have that figured out for the next time. Here's Marquise Jackson. He's going to take it at his roughly 30-yard line. It is actually chasing back to the 26. Here goes number 30 to the 35. Gets the corner. 40. Gets a block. 45. Tipped going down the sideline. Somehow stayed in bounds. Gets across midfield to the 54-yard line. And we will take the timeout. Seven and a half minutes remaining here in the first half. It is the Argos 21, the Eskimos 14. This is Argo Football on TSN 1050. Morgan and Jeff Johnson with you. Welcome to the James Wilder Jr. show here in Toronto today. He has been absolutely spectacular so far as the Argos have a 21-14 lead. Mark Trussman uh, said he wanted to see what he had in James Wilder Jr. What does he have? <laughs> I think he might be pretty excited. Uh, the Argos have not had a great opportunity all year to, to get a good look at him. I mean, you know, he has played earlier in the year. He started a few games, but they didn't really rush the ball. Right, so I think uh, they finally get an opportunity to check out what they have and what, what kind, what, what their assets can do. And Wilder uh, is a north-south guy. He's he's following. I think he's doing an exceptional job of following his blocks. His timing is very good. He's patient in the backfield, and when the hole is there, whew, is he explosive? So yeah, the Cargos have got uh, a new weapon in the backfield. He's on pace for a pretty big day today. We'll get to some of the numbers here in a second. First down for the Argos at the Eskimo. 52. Ray gets it as he throws the ball but completes it to Edwards who will get 10 yards plus and they will move the sticks, a gain of almost 11. So right now Wilder has 105 yards and we have 7 minutes left in the first half. Last 150 yard rushing game by a Toronto Argonaut, DeAndre Cobb back in 2010. It's been a while. Jeez. That's a while, huh? Yes. You barely remember him, don't do you? Yeah, I'm like, what? DeAndre Cobb, really? He had a game like that? Against Saskatchewan, September 25th, 2010. Here's Marquise. They go big, they go small. A little thunder, a little lightning. They go wilder, they go Jackson, and the little man will take a three yards inside the 40 to the 39. See, that's, you know, that that's what I like to see. Now you can start to trade off the two players, and for the linebackers, that just can be uh, real stressful when you gotta, like get a guy like Marquise in the backside. Or you have James Wilder, you don't know what's coming at you. And if you're not paying attention to who's in there, you could be re- in real trouble. Ball at the 39-yard line. Argos will need roughly seven yards here. A long seven at that. They'll go with a bunch formation to the right side with the ball on the left hash mark. Tight end is cross on the left side. Check that Campbell on the left side. They'll come to the near side. They've got Posey. And DeVere's got his first catch of the afternoon. And an Argonaut first down inside the 30 to the 28-yard line. Very simple route. Very big first down. Posey with a great catch on a hard, quick slant. Neil King in coverage uh, gets pounded. King having a long day. Seems to be in behind, chasing guys, and there he takes uh, Posey's shoulder as he makes the tackle. Ball now in the middle of the field at the 28-yard line. Argos with a seven-point lead. They are in field goal range right now, but would love to find Paydirt again. Ray with Jackson standing to his left. And Ortiz will get it on first down to into the pile and come out of the pile to the 25-yard line, tripped up where it may have been a bigger run. He'll uh, end up being limited to a gain of three. Great effort by Martiz Jackson. Look, didn't look like he was going to get anything, uh, let alone back to the line of scrimmage. He 
does more than that, gets a couple yards, and uh, that's Ladler on the tackle. Ridget, just at the end there, catching the shoelace. Ball at the 25-yard line. Just inside the right, just actually on the right hash mark. Gray again has Jackson to his right. Four receivers to the left. They look that way, then come back to Jackson to the 20. And a nice open field tackle will limit him to a gain of about five, which is shy of the first down by two. And Hyra Lahu and company will come out to attempt this kick. By the way, if you're wondering, 200-yard games, if we want to look big for a running back, has happened three times. Gil Fennerty. Gil, Gil the, the Thrill, thrill. Fennerty back in 1988. Yuli Curtis. Ulysses Curtis back in 1952. And in 1965, Corky Tharp. That's it. The record is 215 yards. Now we're way ahead of ourselves, but just in case you were wondering. 27-yard field goal attempt for Hyrule, who missed a couple last week. But not this one. 27 yards out increases the Argonaut lead to 24 14. So more points for the Argonauts. And the Argos offense looking good. Looking good. They're looking like they're in a zone. They're moving the ball. They're throwing it. Rushing the ball. I mean, when you can run the ball, it just opens up so many options for an offense. And I mean, it just took it takes the pressure off the throwing game. And you know, the guys feel good about uh, getting an opportunity to hit the guys across from them. It just builds momentum. It, it, it just it back, gets the D lineman to back off a bit. And uh, you know, I mean it's a perfect example. It shows how much running the ball can do for your offense. And the Argos are looking great right now, and uh, as long as they can continue to, you know, peck away and, and don't change the game plan too much, they should have a great afternoon. Eskimos will put it in play from their own 35-yard line. They'll move it over to the left hash mark. They'll put three receivers out to the right side, come back to the boundary. It is caught by Williams, and he will get close to 10 yards. Where are they going to mark it? They will give him 10 yards and one foot, and that will move the first yards, that's or first a, down uh, yard markers. That's a nice play by Williams. As he makes the catch, he turns around. Rico Murray's actually right in front of him. And Williams does a good job of, of making contact with Murray and then backing off of it to then go forward again. Creates a little separation and then men who get the first down. Riley now 7 of 12 for 114 yards and a touchdown. They're going to go to the ground game this time, something they haven't done very often. And it will be Pascal Lachard in as a tailback. Unusual. A Canadian running back, J.J. Who knew? He's out of Laval. Imagine that. Yeah. Well, he looks quick. They, you know, don't don't count him out. Well, they've got, Shard takes this ball, and he looks good. They've got him loss. in there because they want to go with the five-pack of American receivers, and we've hit the three-minute warning, so we'll take the timeout. Argos with a nice, comfortable lead at 24-14. to 14. You are listening to Argos Football on TSN 1050. Argos 24, Edmonton 14, exactly three minutes remaining here in the first half. Logan and Johnson with you on a spectacularly beautiful day here in Toronto. Oh, it's gorgeous. Hogate's, I mean, there, our summer was just you know, like a giant bucket of water got dumped yeah. on the city, right? So it's uh, we're finally getting some summer here this this September. The last, you know, you look at the seven-day forecast for the last seven days and the next seven days, and it's nothing but a sun. Which is nice. Fantastic. That big, mysterious yellow ball. Love it. Love it. And the Argos are playing some good football this afternoon. And I, uh, have, we haven't really talked about Victor Butler much. You know, he's... Uh, Sure, probably just trying to get back into the groove again, and um, but he's getting off the ball. He's driving guys back. He's just not getting free to, to Riley. But at the same time, Riley's been getting rid of that ball quickly, so he hasn't had much of a chance to get in there and make a sack yet. Second and a yard for the Eskimos. They've got uh, the bigs out there, and Riley's going to fall forward and get the first down. 
no need to substitute the quarterback when the guy you have doesn't mind doing this, and he's 6'3", 230. Let him fall forward. He gets the two yards there, and we'll move the sticks. Doesn't mind and would likely argue with you if you tried to pull him <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was in an airport. Uh, we, were, we were coming back from one of the road trips, and TSN Sports Center was on, and they are showing Eskimo highlights. We'll get into this in a second. First down for the Eskimos at the Argonaut 54-yard line. And they're going to fake a reverse. Riley's going to roll to the right, looking, goes across his body, and it is caught? No. Every Argo, there were six Argos around the ball receiver, or I guess the intended target, and to kill Williams. And the ball did hit the carpet. And this, so sorry, go ahead. We're, sta- we're standing in the Regina Airport, and Trevor Harris is next to me, and there's a, this, this shot of the Eskimo highlights as we're, we're standing there watching us. And we're just watching Riley get ragdolled throughout the game, and Trevor Harris says, what a tough SOB. <laughs> he was just shaking his head saying, I can't believe the hits this guy takes. He is tough. That's one quarterback talking about another one. Yeah. Trevor's taking some shots as well. He's tough too. Back to pass is Riley. Looking, looking, goes to the far numbers, incomplete, over through the intended receiver by about nine feet. Darrell Walker was there, but so was Alden Darby. They continue to check him and test him, and he continues to pass the tests. On the previous play, we didn't get a chance yeah. to uh, just quickly make note of uh, Matt Black uh, made an outstanding play on, on making contact with Dekeel Williams, who was who would have made the catch. The ball was perfectly thrown by Riley. The ball was in Williams' hands. As, at rate, as, as the contact was made, Matt Black hit him. The timing was perfect, impeccable, and it knocked it out just enough so that Williams didn't make the catch. Martise Jackson is back at his five-yard line. Out comes Hugh O'Neill, who's averaged 26-7 so far today. And this is a low, bad kick that's going to scoot and takes a great Eskimo bounce. And it's going to roll out of bounds at the four-yard line. A flag comes down very, very late and way away from the play. As that was thrown over here on the near, near sideline, Thomas Azari showing off a great arm. That flag must have gone 25 yards. <laughs> what a hell of an arm. Well, what an outstanding kick. Toronto, number 52, half the distance to the goal, oh. first down. Justin Herdman will get the penalty, so that's going to mark it back at the two-yard line. Yikes. Yeah, that's a tough that was place a to terrible start. kick. Oh, Look at the net, though. <laughs> yeah, he, it was a shank. 55-yard net. 55-yard shank. It hit the turf yeah. at about the 20-yard line, and it just rolled. And rolled. And, and then, then right, and right out of bounds. And then it looked like it was going to go into the end zone, and then it kind of eh, had the fish hook come back and go out at the four, and then the penalty will put it at the two. So Ricky Ray working off the bad footing in the end zone. We'll see what he does here. They'll give a draw play here to Wilder, who squares the shoulders with the flag down. Here goes Wilder again out to the 20-yard line. But from where that was thrown, that's going to be a hold against the Argonauts, and indeed that's going to be the call, and it may be on Will Campbell. Yeah, I think it is because he's uh, got his arms outstretched saying, hey, you know. Holding Toronto, number 69. Yep. Half the distance to the goal remains first down. Oh, that is too bad because James Wilder just broke out of this gate again. And Williams, or Will Campbell, was engaged with the uh, defensive end. Yeah, he got him. John, you know, (laughs) Mr. Chick has a motor that doesn't stop. That's what he's known for. And, uh... Campbell had his arms wrapped around him. Yeah, grabbed the jersey and hauled him down. Yeah, so can't do pretty that. easy call. First down and 11 from the one. Ray from the end zone wants to air it out. He's looking deep for Edwards. Diving attempt. Caught it. 
at the 35-yard line. What a catch by Armani Edwards and a huge play for the Toronto Argonauts. Edwards with an outstanding waggle, gets a ton of speed as he gets off the line of scrimmage, runs a fade pattern from the number two receiver spot, so he's lined up somewhere between the hash and the numbers. Ricky puts the ball perfectly out on his outside shoulder, and again, Neil King is in coverage. Armani does an amazing job of hauling this ball in and securing that ball as he hits the ground. That'll drive Mike Benavides, our buddy, the defensive coordinator for Edmonton, former TSN employee for a little bit. And former YUYU yes. and player. Ray dumps it out. Wilder with an incredible one-handed catch. We'll take it across the 40 to the 41-yard line, a gain of six. Who is that guy wearing the 3-2 <laughs> jersey? Throw a cape on his back. G. Roy Simon went into Jeez. the hall this week and used to do the Superman pose. Yeah. <laughs> I think we found the guy he gave the cape to. Oh, my goodness. Wilder with the one-hander. That was way over his head. <laughs> He jumped fully extended with one hand, brought it down. What a grab by the Tampa native. Second down, four to go. Back to passes, Ray goes over the middle, and good contact as the ball arrived. It was broken up on the play. It was uh, Christoph Malumba Shemenga with the contact, the middle linebacker. Well, Canadian well played down at Maine. Well done. Well, that was perfectly timed because S.J. Green, sitting right in between the linebackers, actually had to stretch out to his left side. And that's the direction that Kristoff uh, came from and hit uh, S.J. exactly on timing. Otherwise, that would have been a catch. The Armani Edwards catch saved the Argonauts two points in some field position. Hyralahu's kick is high. Outside the numbers. Van will come up and take it at the 32-yard line and drops the football. Picks it up. There are flags on the field. This is no yards. This is a correct call as opposed to one that got away in Hamilton a week ago that had a lot of people upset. And the Eskimos with a minute 19 will get the ball no back yards. in a 24-14 game. Argos with the lead. And Edmonton will take over outside their 40 by the time all is said and done. That's a great job by the Eskimo returner to run up and get underneath that football and create that uh, no yards penalty. And even if uh, you know the Argos were to recover, it would have been wouldn't have mattered anyways because of the yep. new yards. So 47-yard line is where the Estes will put it in play, trailing by 10. Kate Pedersen will, I believe, the uh, target is Chris Van Zyl, who is a rather large human being and an easy guy to target. Ball at the 47-yard line. A rare run by the Eskimos, and Lachard will not get much across the 50 to the 51. We'll call it a, a nice three and a half. How's that? Lachard looks like a very powerful, dynamic tailback. I know he's listed as a fullback, and again, uh, but he is not a fullback body. He's a tailback body that is uh, asked to do a couple different things. Kate Pedersen letting us know that SJ Green, who is sitting on the end of the bench, is going through concussion protocol right now. After that big hit on the last play, Malumba Chimenga with the hit. And Riley's going to throw the ball. He gets hit as he tries to throw it. And no flag. An incomplete pass. And the Argos will get the ball back. Victor Butler, you're allowed to play football again. Ooh, he felt that one because uh, Victor got off this football going up against the Eskimos left tackle in Figueroa. 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 Thank you, Hoagie. And uh, Butler stepped up outside, then cut up underneath, 
and hit Riley hard just as he was looking to throw that football. More people screw up his first name. It's Joel, but it's pronounced Joel. It's like Noel Prefontaine. It's not Noel Prefontaine. It's Noel. This is Joel Figueroa out of the University of Miami, former Thai Cat, now in his fifth year in the league. O'Neill with the kick. Will corkscrew down to the 15-yard line. Here's Marquise Jackson trying to get outside, all the way to the near sideline. Turns the corner, 20, 25, 30. Tiptoeing down the sideline, tripped up by the kicker, or he could have gone a long way. Nonetheless, it's up to the 43-yard line. So the Argonauts get really good field position with 35 seconds left. They can start thinking about field goal here. 24-14, they have the lead. I'm loving that Ebo's changed up the returns uh, this week and gone for these, you know, the wall returns, right? That's what, that's you know, Martiz catches the ball, and he's just going flat out to the sideline. The Argos are trying to set up a wall return. Cam Walker was trying to get the edge, couldn't get there, but it didn't matter. Martiz outran everybody, and he still got around the corner. Ball at the 42. We'll see what Ray dials up here. Wilder is in the game, standing to the left of the quarterback. 35 seconds. Just give the ball to Wilder. He'll break up right at the middle for another 70-yard run. Well, they're in a fairly loose zone right now. Safety is 20 yards off the ball. Wilder with 105 yards on just five carries so far. Back to pass. Four-man rush. Ray steps up the pocket. He had the ball come out funny and over through Posey. And Ray's not going to be happy with that. That just fluttered coming out of his hand. I don't know if I've ever seen Ricky lose one like that. No, that's unusual. Posey was wide open on the near sideline. Other question is, did Posey have the depth he should have had on that? Because Ricky's so used to throwing to an area of the field. So for a specific pattern, he throws it to the depth of where it should be versus where the target is. I, I, I still think that just came out wrong. I think so, too. Three to the left, two to the right, back to pass Ray. Four-man rush, steps up in the pocket, and he's going to shoulder off. Here goes Wilder to the 50, and will get the first down again to the 54-yard line, an 11-yard game with 22 seconds left. It's not just the running at 105 yards. That's now six catches for Wilder for 63 more. What a cut. Wilder makes the catch, turns around, sees a linebacker Barron down, takes one step, avoids him, and goes vertical. Back to pass his way. Looking. Goes uh, and it slipped. And Posey is lucky that didn't get picked off. He he fell coming out of his cut. And the closest man to the football who actually got both hands on it was Chris Edwards, who was fined for a throat slash gesture a week ago. That should have been his first interception of the season. Yes, it should. And he tapped himself on the chest right away and said, That's my mistake. And that's, uh, you know, the Eskimos are looking for a spark right now. That would have been a big spark for them. A little bit of a breeze blowing into the face of the Argonauts right now. Learham with the wind hit one from 57 in warm-up. Back to pass is Ray. Chased out of the pocket and thrown down. Caught from behind and down he goes. And dreams of a last-minute field goal are dashed as the Laurier Golden Hawk for a third-round pick, Kwaku Boateng, comes in and makes the sack. Playing against uh, his old teammate and buddy from Laurier, Nakasanyeka. And Boateng was going up against Chris Van Zyl. And actually what happened as Boateng was coming up field, James Wilder, who is told by the coaches to chip the defensive ends, chips Boateng. And what it actually does is knock Boateng inside and helps him evade Chris Van Zyl. Chris didn't even touch him. Boateng went, ended up going inside of him and straight to the quarterback. So... I mean, the, the, you know, the idea behind the tailback chipping the defensive end is meant to help out the tackle, but in that case, it actually hurt the tackle. Argos are going to let it run out. 
and are going to take a knee and go to halftime. That's exactly what they do. So we have made it to halftime, and the Argonauts, despite falling a shy, a short on the scoreboard, 7-0 on the first series after a turnover deep in their own zone on a Ray fumble as he got smoked uh, by Euclid Cummings. Have come back to take a 24-14 lead, and Kate Pedersen down on the field is heading over to the big man, Chris Van Zyl. Kate? I am. I've got him here. Chris, a lot of eyes on this offense with the addition of Jonathan Heimbach. Able to make some big plays in this first half. How confident is this team? Uh, we're pretty confident. I mean, we've been confident all year. It's just a matter of getting it all right. I mean, we've been shooting ourselves in the foot for the last last couple games. So and I think we're finally just kind of putting it together, and uh, we're getting rolling, which is nice. A nice 10-point lead going into the second half. What's it going to take to finish this one with a win? Uh, we can't take our foot off the gas. we got to keep going. And... Uh, I mean, we know we can do it. It's just a matter of putting it all together and finishing off the third and fourth quarter. Best of luck. Thank you very much. Hoagie. Thank you, Kate. And thank you, Chris. So 24-14 at the break, Andy McNamara. Enough big plays to choose from as a highlight of the half? Man, Hoagie and JJ, thank you very much. My goodness. Uh, Is James Wilder playing motivated football or what? Brandon Whitaker, the healthy scratch, to see what Wilder can do. Tressman said, I got to see what I have in him. You might have something here. Man, 76-yard rumble, one-handed catch. He is balling out. We're going to take the break, come back with the Argos Halftime Show. Toronto leading Edmonton 24-15 after two quarters of play. You're listening to Argonauts Football on TSN 1050.